she told me that my music is always a storytelling music. It doesn't matter what what kind of instrumentation it is, whether I use words or not. It always tells some kind of story. And it's something that I do automatically. It's something that I want to do also. I never really thought about that before. And since she told me that about one and a half years ago, I, I realized that and now I'm I'm doing that more consciously. Today I'm talking to composer Oscar Kigel. It's so great to talk to you here on Zoom. Yeah, great to talk to you too. Yeah, and um, I mean we 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 see each other, but um, I also follow you on Instagram and and Facebook, and I see um, the great work you are doing. So um, I would love to talk about you as composer and the work that you are doing. Great. Yeah. So tell me. Um, but first of all, uh, composing. This is something you came to study in in Vienna. Yes, um, I finished my studies in, let's say, traditional composition a year ago here at the University of Music and Performing Arts, Vienna. Mm -hmm. And I just started a month ago with uh, media composition, which is also film music composition. Oh, I see. Okay. And also at MDV. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's my second study. Yeah. Oh, I see. So, um, but where are you from originally? from vienna oh really oh okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and how did your music career start or or uh, did you i mean did you play an instrument what age were you uh well the first thing i did was singing because my dad is also a composer and he does like uh, tv music for children's tv and stuff like that and when i was very small i was singing also for these recordings. So that was the very first thing I did. And he used to accompany me on the piano and let me sing songs by the Beatles and so on. Um, and then at age eight, I think I got drums, like small, I don't even know what they're called, like one larger one, one smaller one. Those were my, that, that was my very first instrument that belonged to me. It still exists in my dad's studio today. Really? And then I started going to the Vienna Boys Choir at age eight or nine, um, where I did a lot of singing. Obviously, I was also a soloist there and I learned the flute and the piano there. And yeah, from then on, but, it started. Yeah, but amazing. And and in the at the Vienna Boys Choir, was this... Uh, would you say a time where you really um, got inspired or was it more your dad that inspired you? Well, my dad definitely inspired me too. It was just impressive seeing someone with, like he has his own studio and that was all, already impressive for me and just the work field itself. Um, and singing at the Vienna Boys Choir at first, I was a bit scared of it because you're showing yourself um, and you can't hide. And I was a very shy child. And my parents didn't push me, but they 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 told me they think it, it would be good for me, but it's up to me if I want to stay there or not. But that they think that I have a talent uh, in music, and especially my voice. And 
that that would be the best place to to really harness it and i i made the decision myself then that i want to stay there and travel the world and really learn everything about singing and music and everything there so it really was actually my decision in the end but now singing um because it's very intensive at the vienna boys choir because you you're really singing and and performing as well so afterwards uh, was that not something that you wanted to continue doing yes um actually my my first well i had a lot of dreams um, I don't even know where to start. I wanted to be a conductor once. I wanted to be a pianist once. I had phases. Um, and right after I stopped, or not stopped, right after I finished the Vienna Boys Choir at age 14, I, I had the feeling that I need a break from music, which I, I don't know why why I thought that. I, I needed a break, I thought, and that break last lasted for like three or four months. Uh, okay. <laughs> maximum <laughs> and then I got back into singing and actually uh, uh, learned uh, um, using my baritone voice with my singing teacher from the Vienna Boys Choir at first and then I had also two other uh, teachers and I actually did try to get into university the, the same one uh, University of Music and Performing Arts Vienna with singing um but i didn't make it i got to the to the end of the it was five days or so for the entrance exam i got to the end to the last eight or nine people um but then they didn't accept me to uh study singing and my dream was kind of shattered then and i tried it also then at other universities but i didn't have any luck so i didn't really give up on singing because i would later start singing again in choirs in professional choirs um but i think my focus then shifted also because my closest friends and my my family they kind of told me that actually composition is the, the main thing that i do that that gives me the most joy and that i'm actually best at also i'm so glad you you talk about this you know that you, that it didn't go to plan or it didn't go according to your what you wish because this happens very often and it's we we don't always realize that but sometimes that takes you into the route that you really have to be in yes exactly i think that's what happened with me actually that it wasn't really for me i think it's not about that I don't have any talent for it. I, I think yeah. I have the talent for it. I have the voice for it probably also. Um, and I also had the drive and the passion for it, but it's, I don't know, it's not what fate wanted for me and it's not, yeah. it wouldn't have been the right thing for me. I'm actually very much a, a, a private person and I don't know, I, I find the most, um, how to say fulfillment in writing the music. I also enjoyed the singing, but writing music is just the most amazing thing in the world for me. It's it's a very interesting mix of falling in love, like it feels like falling in love, 
meditation, but also fighting and challenges and despair and uh, doubts and everything at once. And it's so, it has such a rich, um, you have such such rich emotions when you compose. And I, I just love that. And just the, the feeling of creating something is very special to me. Well, I read a book recently where um, the author said that when you find your flow, then it all falls into place. And it seems to be that this is your flow, that uh, composing is your flow. I think so too, yes. Yeah. I think so too. I mean, not not everything fell into place really that, that, that perfectly. I had a lot of struggles and difficulties, especially at first when I started uh, studying composition eight years ago. Um, but I think those challenges also were important for me. I think yeah. with these challenges, I um, I wouldn't have learned so much. I think they made me a much better musician and composer. Um, and I would never trade that. But now you're, uh, is your dad still, I mean, is, is, can you and your dad work together or do, does he influence something in you or uh, how involved is he in your, your composing? Well, he's not involved in my composing, really. Um, yeah. We did some smaller things together, but, you know, I, I started with the traditional composing so yeah. on paper for a concert or something like that and he really is in the media composition you know oh, writing for, or for tv and stuff like that and it's just very different worlds mm -hmm. um in in every way it's different the the way you work the process of working the the kind of music the aesthetic is also very different and um, we we talked about it all the time, but we we didn't have any opportunity to really work together, um, apart from a few smaller things. Um, but I think maybe now in the future that will change. Who knows? I'm I'm now yeah. starting, so I don't know yet everything about media composition. I just started like on the first of October. Oh really? So let's Amazing. see. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. So um, and now with uh, with the composing for a um, life as a composer, um, is it difficult to get yourself out there and get your work heard and played? Yes, I, I would say yes. Generally, I mean, this is a very difficult question. Also, I think it's different for everyone. Um, I had a rough start regarding that because, um, how can I put it best? I think the music that I that I write it wasn't really that much suited or suitable for this academic um, um, world that I started studying in 2015. Um, aesthetically, you know, from from not not genre it's 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 really more about the aesthetic and the style um i i like to use a lot of melodies and that wasn't really something that was encouraged i would say and also i, I did participate in quite a lot of um, um competitions and I didn't win a single one of them. And I also didn't get into the finals of any of them. So I didn't really get any recognition at first. Um, 
other than people who were musicians, like who were instrumentalists or singers telling me that they really like the music that I write. But within the composition uh, institute, I didn't get that much recognition. And after a couple of years of having so many doubts and almost wanting to quit and despairing and everything, I kind of decided that I don't want to be I don't want to depend anymore on other people's opinions. I mean, this is such a standard line to say, but it really is the experience that I had that I I decided that I have to make my path to create my path. Um, and that's, that that is the only way that I can go forward in life and in my career as a composer. And I just started doing things my way. And I don't know, it, it's, it's, it kind of works. So I stuck to it so still doing that. And I'm, I'm quite happy with that. And I'm much more confident than I could have ever been um, if I hadn't made that decision, I think. I think this is great because it's then finding your way and finding you, you have to love what you do to be able to um, bring it across. And, and yeah, I, 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 you know, I, talk to many musicians and and in many uh different musicians and we always uh i always hear sometimes the ones that really do their own thing or really get to that point where they are confident doing their own thing they feel it also differently you know they feel um, more at ease in themselves and and the success then comes because because of this because it's almost as if I feel that artists have to be true to themselves to be able to convince somebody else about what they are doing you know so it's yeah. it's wonderful that you have that strength to to discover that this is what I want to do, even though it's not really um, appreciated by other people. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. This is, is uh, funnily, this is also something that my, my new composition teacher said, I think a week ago, that authenticity is key, that you're yeah. being your honest, true self. This is the only thing that can be interesting to other people like when you're a composer, for example, because at least for me, when I when I hear a composer's work, I want to hear their their identity basically and their thoughts and their their lives and everything they experienced. And that is what I'm also trying to put into my music. Like it's it's I'm drawing pictures of myself, basically, and in in a way that only I can do it. Mm -hmm. Well, this is, um, uh, I mean, this is obvious, isn't it? That if you are creating, you are creating from within yourself. So the music yeah. has to be uh, authentic uh, to the person that you are. Yes. I mean, you don't necessarily have to take everything from inside. It's easy to steal something from outside, for example. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. If you see something and you hear something that you like you can like it's easy to just take it that's that's what i what i mean not everything comes from within and also i think that it's important to note that everything that does come from within still is influenced by something from outside like it's it's not really possible to 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 do something without being influenced 
like the music that I listened to as a child when my my parents played the Beatles to me, which I already mentioned before, yeah. um, or when I heard a, a Bernstein uh, a musical for the first time, uh, or when my aunt gave me a CD of Shostakovich symphonies, all of these things, they, they did something, of course, they had a, an impact on me. And um, I took them with me and unintentionally I am also not really referencing them as such but I'm also using the experiences that I had from listening to that music if that makes sense yeah no, absolutely and um but I'm always so fascinated with uh, what inspire people because I was I, I would think this is now you have a, a clean um page in front of you you know like a blank page and you have to start somewhere and what is it that inspires you to to get these uh melodies in your in your mind it's very different it it can really be anything it can be just a mood that i have if it's a strong one if i don't feel empty if i feel empty then also my my creativity is empty but if I feel very, very strong joy or, or grateful or, or angry or any strong emotion, I can use that also. But I can also create something from a concept. For example, for one piece, I had the concept that I want the melodic line to follow. Um, what is that called? Um, there is this thing that, that measures the heart uh beats yeah. then you have uh, ekg ekg I oh, think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and i wanted the melody to to follow like one ekg um, beat so to say so i have that in that music in that musical piece um so it can it can be lots of things it can also be a, a text that's what i like to do a lot because i like writing also uh texts um, I have a very close relationship with words. Also, vocal music is like my main thing. And my grandmother was also a poet. She used to write poems and texts. And for me, drawing inspiration from texts is, is extremely helpful for composing. And I like writing my own texts. Sometimes I just use them for myself. I, I don't even publish them. I just have that for myself, like a little text that I use to as a guideline basically as a yeah. as a uh, like like from the moods and and where the piece goes and everything yeah so um talking about the the words so you never really use words in your compositions as well in in, in your um, music no i do it's just sometimes i use a, a text that i write or also text that already exists i use it as a basis that doesn't have to be seen or heard, but I have a lot of pieces actually for a singer and piano or singer and guitar, which are all with words. Um, I, I wrote about 22 songs or I think more, which are just for a singer and a, and a, a con and an accompanying instrument. Mm -hmm. um, and for one piece that I wrote, uh, which was premiered in last March for orchestra, I also wrote the text and the text accompanies 
the, the the concert in the program in the concert program so you can okay. read this text the music follows the points in the text oh i see okay so um now that you're doing um you, is it is it uh film music that you're now working on or or studying yes i'm studying that so i'm not really working on it yet because i'm really really a beginner um, I'm just now learning to to use a studio and to use microphones and all that stuff oh, okay. and how to use a keyboard to produce music. Um, and it's it's quite a lot to learn. I didn't know that it's that much. Um, it's interesting to to come from a place where I already have a degree in composition. And now I'm a beginner again in composition. And oh, really? <laughs> uh, of paradoxical but it's just a different field which requires a very different um uh, know-how and qualifications yeah so in this uh, this type of composing is it uh, looking at the story or the visuals and then composing the music for that yeah uh it always has to i mean I'm speaking from one and a half months of experience. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm not an expert on that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but from, from what I understood so far, uh, it's very important to really follow the the language of the, the video. You know, mm -hmm. you have to follow the important points. Um, but you can also overdo things. Like the first mm -hmm. thing that I did was I did way too much in the one minute uh, film that I got as a, as an exercise, as a first exercise. And then I did uh, two more uh, uh, versions of, of it, and they're both much more minimalistic. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's very interesting how much you can manipulate the video and how you see and experience that video with the music. You can really change everything with the music. And ultimately it's up to the customer what what they want if, if they give you a movie um and they uh, commission you with the film music with the scoring of that movie then they're the boss so you okay. you don't have any it's not like composing a, a piece for a concert it's completely different when you compose a piece for the for a concert it's only important usually uh, which instrumentation you have where it is played how long it should be and maybe, maybe the general mood, but usually you're very free um, in tempo and everything. But when it comes to film music, you really have to follow the pictures that you see. Uh, and it's limiting and liberating at the same time. I, I can't really explain that because it's so, such a fresh experience, but it's limiting, of course, because you you can only follow it, but it's also liberating because you can you can do anything with it. Yeah, um, it's it's both at the same time, kind of. Yeah, because it's true when you watch a movie, it's always the music that sets the almost the tone, you know, or the mood that yes. you or the emotion that you feel. So. Um, yeah. so it's interesting that you, you know, that you can, that you have the power really to do that with the music. Yeah, yeah. the power is really great because the music, it, it goes into our bodies and our minds so quickly. Like we can't even think about it. We just feel it immediately. Mm. So it's, it's powerful. And you, you also realize that, uh, you know, even 
years after a movie uh, came out and you still hear the music, then you, it still takes you back to that movie because I'm just thinking of this film and, and this was many, many moons ago um, out of Africa. Always when I hear the music, you can see the scenes of the of the film. So the music is yeah. very powerful. You know, even if you can't see, watch the film, you can in your mind, uh, you know, have these visuals again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting because I think about that aspect a lot. Like lately, I'm listening to one soundtrack in particular every day, the whole day for a month already now. And I get all the feelings and all the pictures in my head of that movie. It's my favorite movie ever. Um, and it's it's interesting because with the music just by itself, you can also tell a story. You can you can you can bring in an extra layer to the story, kind of. And I think that's that's really fascinating. And it's also something that I've been told many times before when when people go to concerts and hear my music, that they tell me that that they always, um, no, not that they always, like, I always get that from people that they uh, can think of a story. Okay. And it's also always different, the story that they hear or see or feel. Um, but it's always that, that people kind of already experience my music as a storytelling music. It's also what my last teacher uh, told me, uh, the one that I studied that, that, that I studied previously with, which I uh, who I finished my study studies with. She told me that my music is always a storytelling music. It doesn't matter what what kind of instrumentation it is, whether I use words or not. It always tells some kind of story, and it's something that I do automatically. It's something that I want to do. Also, I never really thought about that before, and. Since she told me that about one and a half years ago, I, I realized that and now I'm I'm doing that more consciously. And after thinking about that last year, I also thought, why did I never consider studying media composition? Like all those years I studied here next to the media composers. I was literally in class with them every week and I never I mean, considered doing that. Not because I wasn't interested, I was... I don't know. I had some kind of blockage, maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to learn the, the traditional tools first. And I think for me, it's also the right right path, probably. As, as we said before, the things fall in place as yeah. they should. Um, yeah. And But yeah, now it's I'm the timing. Doing... The timing of everything is always perfect, I believe. Yes. But now yeah, what is your what is your most favorite film that you listen to? The what is the soundtrack that you listen to? Uh it's it's called Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Uh, it's by Studio G. It's a Japanese studio that makes anime films. They're animated painted oh, yeah. films. Yeah. And what I like especially about those films is that they have always They always have deeper meanings, but they're always presented in a very subtle and delicate way. And the music also, it, it always, it accompanies, but it doesn't feel like it is like in a cage of a sort, yeah. you know, it feels free music. 
And especially with Princess Mononoke, it, it tells such an amazing story with, with such strong messages and amazing, amazing uh, picture and amazing music and voice acting and everything. It's just, it really is my all-time favorite movie in every aspect. If, if I can think of the perfect movie in every way, it's this movie for me. Really? I'm going to ask my son because he watches these um, anime uh, movies. So mm -hmm. uh, he probably will know about this movie. And then I'll see if I can find the soundtrack. I'm, I'm now interested in, in listening to that <laughs> because it's you very beautiful. it so well. <laughs> Yeah. yeah it's just it's it's very dark because also the 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 theme of the of the movie the mm -hmm. the message is a very 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 serious one so the music is also very very dark and kind of deep but mm -hmm. that's what i love about it it's it's so strong the music and yeah I think you will like it. You should listen to it. Or, okay. or better, even watch the movie. <laughs> okay. So yeah, no, I'm going to It's not a children, children's movie, by the way. It's 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 a movie for grown-ups. People no, think know. that... Yeah. yeah. No, he's, he's very much into that. And uh, I have seen some of them um, that mm -hmm. he would say, Mom, you have to come and... and um, and watch this so yeah now i know exactly what you what you're talking about that genre of, of film but now tell me what is what is the wish now for you for the future are you going to um pursue into more after your studies because you you're still in the in the beginning but what is the wish now for you well i want to continue with my uh concert commissions which i'm writing also at the moment and finishing starting and planning and everything i love that i have now an education for that i'm, I'm doing that professionally now and i want to continue that and at the same time i want to start also working in media and i would really love to do of course film music but also one thing that i really love is video games i, I play a lot of video games at home um, I'm kind of a video game nerd. <laughs> um, no, I'm, no, I have to bring my son in as a game because he's as well. He's also. <laughs> we're quite similar then, your, your oh, son and I. I'm going to tell him afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I would. Oops, I kicked my table. Okay. Um, I would. I would really like to also write music for video games. Because yeah. just because I love video games so much, and especially fantasy role-playing games that really tell a story, um, I'm I'm very much into everything that's storytelling. I think that's the main thing in my life that I love. It's not just the music that I write; it's also the books that I read, the the the, the video games I play. Everything everything is connected to storytelling. I just love a good story with a strong meaning and a strong message. And is there uh, in uh, for the video industry, video game industry? Is there um, so it's not just the, for movie uh, music for mu for for the cinema, but you can also then do this for for the um, computer games. Yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's different what they expect, of course. Mm -hmm. the, the music works differently in in a movie. You. A movie usually isn't interactive. You yeah. you can't 
interact with the movie, you can't change the plot. Um, you can't change anything that's happening. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing you can do is pause and play and rewind and fast forward, but yeah. you can't do anything with the material itself. So the music is tailored to these exact pictures in that exact length. And video games is completely different because it's a dynamic music that changes according to your decisions as a player. So for example, you, you play a video game, a fantasy video game, you play one character, it's like a warrior and you walk through uh, some, I don't know, forest. You have a background music that goes in a loop. So that's the first big thing in video games. You usually have a lot of loops. Um, so loop in the sense of the music has no end. It just, the end is also the beginning and it just keeps going until you leave that area. Um, and then there will be like, it will fade out and the new music will fade in and you will have a different atmosphere established with the new music. There are also things like, um, I don't remember the, the exact terminology for it, but there is a kind of, I think it's called dynamic music. Um, it changes, for example, let's, let's picture again the forest. The warrior goes through the forest and then an enemy approaches, I don't know, a wild boar. And the music stays that was there before, but a layer comes on top that makes the music more, I don't know, maybe percussion, it makes the music more tense. Uh, maybe more instruments, it, it, it grows louder. And um, yeah, so basically in video games, you also accompany everything that happens, but at the same time, it has to stay usually, it depends on the game, of course, but in this kind of genre with the fantasy RPGs, role-playing games, it has to go really with the decisions of the player and stay dynamic and stay flexible. And that's its own kind of challenge. I've never done that particular thing before. I first have to learn the basics in film music oh, okay. composition, mm -hmm. and then I will, I will, I will do more video game stuff in the future. But it all sounds very exciting. It sounds very creative, and I'm, I'm very glad to know that you are now following also a route that you that you enjoy and that you can see that you have the talent for. Um, I think that is amazing because I think then uh, you can only progress and um, and be fulfilled. Yeah, I mean it will always be not always, but it it is hard, of course, as well, and it's yeah. sometimes a struggle, and sometimes I want to give up, but. I don't know, especially in the moments where I don't give up, I know I, I notice why i'm doing it and then i really realize what i love about it and that i really can't live without it it's 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 like an urge i can't i can't resist to to compose and to create music it's yeah as i said it's the most fulfilling thing i can do well i'm also happy that you are so honest about uh, the fact that you want to give up sometimes because this is also things that, you know, we have to understand that we look at somebody from the outside and you think everything just is wonderful and it, it all falls into place. But 
if you have moments like that, it's really inspiring to know because for everybody, we get that moment, you know, where you think, okay, you know, is it worth it? Is, is what I'm doing worth anything? So um, I love your honesty about this. I think it's important to talk about these things. I think I didn't get enough of that when I was younger. Like not many people told me about these struggles. It was always about you have to have talent and then the success comes and that, that's it. There was nothing else, but it's not like that. It's not like that at all. Like, you can have talent. You can be reliable. You can be the most friendly person in the world with the best education and still fail at everything. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I, I think for me personally, it's important also, also now when we're talking to, to really um, strengthen that core message that I want to give that everything can be really hard and a struggle and uh, you may want to give up at some points. Um, but the, the real way to, to, to find your own path and your own career path, you have to build it yourself, in my opinion. At, at least that was my path and it is still my path. Um, you need to have the willpower. You need to 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 know exactly what you want and you also have to make a plan how to get there i think it's really important to stay realistic and to just stick to the world itself you, you can't be an egomaniac who just follows some weird illusion you kind of have to stay in the real world and with the real people and that's it's also a thing that's important for me as a, a traditional composer of like concert music I have a responsibility to the people who listen to my music and I want them to experience something, but it shouldn't be just some arbitrary feeling. I want them to go through something meaningful and to take something with them that is also meaningful. That's really important to me. Um, I think that kind of ties all these thoughts together. I'm sorry, I'm always... Uh, diverging to no, different thoughts um, no I love that and and it's true it's really true that something has to have well I say has to have but if something has a meaning behind it or if people can understand the meaning or feel something then it's so much more um uh, powerful you know and it and and um understand completely what you mean yeah. And it's good to talk about that because we are a bit bombarded in this world with uh, that everything is just uh, sugar coated, you know, and that everything looks as if it's easy and Absolutely. it's, you know, it's all about numbers and it's all about following and it's all about those things. And, but really it's not. And it's good to, to hear that, you know, that you say that even though you have the talent and you work hard, there's no guarantee that you have to, you cannot just sit and dream about it. You can't wait for it to happen. It just, yeah. it will never happen. It's not, mm -hmm. dreams don't fall from the sky and it, it just doesn't work that way in real life. I yeah. think that's something that wasn't told to me correctly. Maybe by the maybe the wrong people told me how it works. I don't know. But it was really, really a difficult path for me to understand that I have to, mm -hmm. I have to admit, um, to understand that, just because I have talent and because I work hard 
as you said before, it doesn't mean that I will have success mm -hmm. ever. I can go my entire life being the best composer in the world, even without having any recognition at all. And that's why I'm, I said you have to build your own path. You have to realize that you have to give yourself this stage in life. That you have to bring yourself to the people. And I'm trying to do that with my full existence. When I when I talk to someone, I already want to convey my my life mission. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what I said before, this responsibility of uh, letting people go through something meaningful when they listen to my music. I, I like to, I'm also like this as a person when I talk to someone, I like to have meaningful conversations. I like to, to have this exchange also getting something meaningful from the other person. Um, yeah, that's just something that's very important to me. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm very happy that you shared this uh, with me and uh, this was really very inspirational and, uh, and I'm, I'm, Thank you so much for your time and for all this insight that I had that I have now in your in your world of composer. Well, thank you for for inviting me to this talk. It's um, a great pleasure. It's nice that. to talk about this. It's it's just it's always inspiring again and it make making my drive stronger when I realize what is important and also get thoughts from other people like mm -hmm. now when we so thank you I, I for would that. Be, I would be so happy if, um, uh, you know, after you finish your studies, if we can talk again about this, because uh, I would then yes. also hear your your um, thoughts on how it went and, you mm -hmm. know, what, what you discovered in the meantime. So let's but, do that. Um, yeah. So, Oscar, but I still have one last question for you. I want to know where is your favorite coffee place in Vienna? Oh, that's a good question because I do not drink coffee. <laughs> um, just simply because I I can't really process caffeine that well, oh, especially from coffee. Okay. Uh, I I can I can process green tea and black tea well. Yeah, um, maybe go for that. It's also caffeine, but it it works differently. I don't know. Yeah. But I have a very uh, a, a very good recommendation for my favorite favorite green tea place yeah and it's in in Faulmangasse, um in the fourth district and it's called chanoma yeah. and they serve matcha and the matcha is amazing there and they also have mm -hmm. like small snacks japanese snacks and it's one of my favorite places to go i'm going to try it. i'm going to try it yeah. i yeah. and the fourth district right. you say yeah, it's right next to Nashmarkt. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. find it. Yeah. At the beginning yeah. of Nashmarkt. But when you get off at Karlsplatz station, yeah. you you buy food four minutes or so. Oh, okay. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to give it a try. Definitely. Great. Great. Okay. Oscar, have a lovely um evening and thank you so much for your time. And I hope to see thank you. you. I have to see you in person one day in, in Vienna again. Yes, me too. Okay. Thank you also so much for your time and I wish you a, a nice evening, nice rest of the week and until next time. Thank you very much, Oscar. Bye. Bye, ciao.